Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and have you ever considered the science of bullies? You know what? I haven't. So, now, okay, so this is... Now, we always try to have some, like, funny banter before. Sure. And I thought in this episode, we would get a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously... We're in the midst of this chase, and one of the people, one of the groups of people that is chasing Bruce are these thugs, mm-hmm. the, the tough the, guys, the tough guys, yeah. the toughs, Clearly as you bullies. said, right? Definitely, and and obviously they are bullies. Mm-hmm. And when you watch it, especially what happens in this in this particular minute, mm-hmm. the minute twenty three, um, okay, wow, you're just you, obviously yes, they're more that they're a character device to make you hate them mm-hmm. and make you want to see them get their comeuppance, like yes. like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. you guys are gonna get it, you're gonna yeah. get yours. Not but in this yeah. minute, but it's, not in this coming. minute, but it's it's coming, right? Yeah. You you know where this is headed because this is the whole point of why they're in this sure. in the beginning of the movie, right? But you make yourself think like, why why are these guys doing this? Mm-hmm. Do you guys not have anything else better to do? Like, do what they is not the like Fight Club? Well, it, right? Like, what you, you can figure something else out. So you know, it made me look like okay. So brain research, which there's a whole lot of science right now that's going into this because one, it's a problem not just it was your kid, mm-hmm. but is everybody for teens, young adults, and adults. Sure, I was bullied. Yeah, I was bullied too. Yeah. I mean, like every. I mean, totally understand that. And I think one of the things, the interesting stuff in the research now is, is that we're finding the elements of the serotonin levels. Um, the changes, the effect that it has where we're really finding through research that bullies beget bullies. Mm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's what happens when you're bullied, the cognitive emotional deficits that happen, mm-hmm. those will change the way your brain functions yeah. and those serotonin levels and all these other things that happen. There's a university of Texas at Austin study where they looked at social stress on hamsters mm. and they found that the juvenile hamsters that were bullied, mm-hmm. they, became bullies themselves to the weaker or the smaller hamsters. I mean, that's just science. I just find it's interesting. It makes us more aware of what's happening in our world. How can we be not just better people, but how can we improve ourselves and learn more about this? Because it's it's one thing to be a nice person. Mm -hmm. It's another thing, well, how do you help the people... Who, who are the bullies? Hey, if you're wondering where I got all this information, <laughs> brainfacts.org. Oh, okay. It's a public information initiative of the Cavley Foundation, the Gatsby Charitable Foundation, and the Society for Neuroscience. Now, they're doing some good work over there. If so I, Yes, they that. are. So please uh, consider that. I, I want to say now. Because we're... Oh, the, the more you know. The more you know. There you go. Because we're going to see some heavy duty bullying here in minute 23 of there's the movie. There's some Terriers. serious stuff that happens. Movie. Yeah, there's some serious pouring. And so, uh, yeah, oddly enough, the soldiers are just doing their job. So I wouldn't consider them bullies. They're, uh, just, they're there to do a job. No, they're, they are coming in in two by three I know, formation. They're very bold. Very bold. Like in the coming, light. Right? You they're see coming. What? In the middle of the, of the floor. I mean, like, they are bold as brass. No, like, this This minute starts with they're, they're, we're, we're marching in. Oh, yeah. We're not worried about this dude that we're supposed to capture or these other guys bring it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're not worried about any of these ones at all. We got plenty of tranks for everybody. We all have different levels of nerd. Like obviously we're doing a minute by minute podcast of Incredible Hulk. So we know that we're, we're not only insane, but also big Marvel movie fans and pretty big nerds. (laughs) And pretty big nerds. Yeah. But one of my nerd dumps is sound effects. 
Ah, like yes. ever since the days of Ben Burt uh, doing all the how he created the sound effects for like the rolling boulder in Indiana Jones and lightsabers and that sure. kind of stuff. I've been a, a big nerd for sound effects stuff. And one of the things that drives me crazy is reused sound effects. And we hear one right here in a, just a couple seconds in. When Bruce opens the door, that's the same squeaky door effect they've been using for like 50 years. That is like an off-the-shelf squeaky door 01. Everybody uses it. And when you listen to it, you'll go, yeah, it's like a squeaky door. It's because every squeaky door in every movie you've seen has all used this same sound Is that effect. like the, what's the scream? The Wilhelm scream? Yeah, it's, like, it's, a, it's a Wilhelm scream of, it, right. uh, of, of squeaky doors. It's the exact same scream. The same squeak. It drives me crazy every time it shows up because it's like I, I know. I, I, and I don't respect like M Night Shyamalan had a big thing about in Unbreakable. Where he talked about all new sound effects. He like wouldn't let, let the sound people use any. They go out and make, do all new ones. He wouldn't want to use any stock stuff. That's a little over the top. Like I get it, but like I, I have to knock down a couple points for the sound team on this oh. one for reason that one. I mean, like guys. I mean, like for the amount of great work they're about to do with roaring and punching and explosions and stuff too. Really? Squeaky Door 01? Come on. It's not that's big really to make funny. a documentary about. This is about as big as it go, but we'll move on from here. But that's, that's, that's my level of nerddom. Get some grease. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to hit the sound of it. Oh, uh, yeah. I should have. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he op- so Bruce opens the door, and we hear Squeaky Door 01. Uh, and there's Pedro! Oh, no! Uh, okay, on. so from this point on, uh, for the next couple minutes, I'm just going to re- be referring to these characters instead of as Tough Guy Leader by their actor names. It's just easier. Oh, okay, gotcha. So so that, so that they, and apparently, uh, from what they've said, this guy is the exact opposite of what he appeared. Like, he is the, they say he's the, he was the sweetest, nicest guy on set. Everybody loved him. Oh, that's plays, acting, everybody. Right? Because exactly. he's really, yeah. Right. And we talked a lot about him on, on the previous minutes. And right. Stuff too, and he's great. Uh, so then he goes up, and there he is. Oh, and so Bruce tries to run away, but no. Uh, so the... the uh, the guy that grabs in there in blue, that's Julio, and then the guy in yellow is Nick. Uh, so there, they grab him, and then they um, let's see, they they uh, grab the backpack, uh, rip it off his body, and then he yeets it down the hallway. And you hear him, you hear you hear Bruce say, "Like I mean, this is the best." He's in a horrible situation. Oh yeah, right? yeah. He he knows it's gonna get bad. But he knows it's gonna get bad. But like the only thing you really ought, you hear him say is. No, my, my computer. computer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he knows physically he'll be fine. He knows I physically mean, yeah, they probably but, won't be, I mean, but it's like, no. I mean, but who amongst us wouldn't do that too if they picked up my, my thing? Phone? And like, my bad. No. <laughs> what are you doing? Me? No. I can, I can self repair, but the iOS won't. It's my photos. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. I lose all the progress in my game. So, but okay, but then that happens, but then we have. He gets thrown. Then it becomes real. That's right. The the two guys grab him and slam him into the metal cage. My God, the brutality! Oh my God! Okay, now he, he wasn't broken. Now, if, if you're listening to this and you're like, "What was that?" That was from the infamous "Mankind Getting Thrown Off the Hell in the Cell" uh-huh. by the Undertaker. Yeah, we're both old school. Yeah, we're both old school fans. wrestling fans. Jim Ross, or uh-huh. he's broken it 
half. Uh, he was not broken in half. But but we both, I think, did have the same reaction yeah. with this scene. We're like, no, they slam into the metal oh, cage. Oh, this is about you know, like this, the Macho Man. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is all gonna happen now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They slam into the metal cage. The the light above the them light shatters. goes off. I yes. Mean, yeah. Which again, increasing shadows because yes. we're we're mm-hmm. keeping this environmental theme of in the shadows. That's right. And we but, also know the the wiring in this place is terrible. Well, that that too. So. But it does. It really. It, it's. Okay, it, it's getting violent, mm-hmm. and now you're just like, okay, well, yeah. we know this is not going to end well. And then, and then there's the commandos who are kind of strolling, like as, oh, this, as the this fight is happening. Like they cut to like the commandos, and they're just like, well, because I mean, they're <laughs> thinking they they they've looked at what this guy is. They uh-huh. don't still don't know what's you know what's right, happening. They think he's Edward Snowden. And of course, you're like, I would like to use the. Le- we've just spent ten minutes running like yeah. maniacs. Right. You know what? We're just going to let those guys do our job. We're going to come in. White. Oh, you, so you think that the commandos know that he's getting beaten up, and they're like, "Eh, that'll." Well, slow I think him down. they know. Well, because they've been watching this, I think they. Sure. I think they know stuff's happening, okay. and that, and I think that's why they're strolling because they're like, "Eh, eh. they're going to take care of this for yeah. us." And some of the dialogue from Pedro is great. Uh, not so tough now, huh? Try those fancy moves again. Come on. Uh, he did know those were fancy. Those were fancy yeah, moves they were earlier fancy in the street. Moves. Yeah. I know, and it's just it's just getting worse. Okay, so then we see the the commandos strap on their night vision goggles. So I have a little inside information about this because uh, Tim Roth is also in the commentary uh, for the movie, and they talk about these goggles. Now these are not actual night vision goggles. These were uh, safety goggles that the production team created their own <laughs> night vision goggles on. Uh, unfortunately, they look cool, but the one thing that you couldn't do with them is see out of them. They they literally took safety goggles and painted them black. Yes. And, and well, they added some stuff. You, they're actually, you, once again, you can go into a prop warehouse and buy these because they're out there, and you can see them close up. They look pretty cool. They added all this extra little gears and sure. gizmos and, you know, little, like the... Like the camera in the in the middle between the two sides, all that stuff. Right. But unfortunately, they're like almost opaque. When the actors put them on, they couldn't see anything out of them. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, Bruce is trying to talk to these guys, like, <laughs> like you don't understand in his in his uh, um, halting Portuguese. Me angry, very bad. Yeah, it's not. It's it's he's trying. He's, he's trying, trying to communicate it. Stop, but... please. He says. Right. I mean, he's trying to do it. Then we we cut to our first shot of after they put the goggles on of night vision. So. When we cut to the night vision, this is actual night vision. This oh. is actually an attachment onto the, the Panasonic cameras they were using that oh, allows cool. them to shoot a night vision. So everything you're seeing is actual a real night vision uh, filter thing that was put onto the camera. Oh, and then wow. later on, um, uh, the effects team put the overlay on it of like all of the, the arrows and the crosshairs and the numbers and, and the stuff along there too. Uh, so like, so, but it's an actual real um, you know, uh, night vision uh, shot that we were seeing. Well, I'm sure there's some little th- adjustments they had to make, but that's pretty cool. One, it shows you, I mean, at that point, the technology is obviously really good. Yeah. Um, and it kind of helps you. I mean, th- there's there's this great shot variance that we're seeing here trying to tell the story from these three different perspectives. Bruce, right. the, the the toughs, and the, and the commandos. And this is really nice because as you're doing this faster and faster, and I'll get into this in a moment. Mm-hmm. This is good because it's really showing you clearly those different perspectives. Yes. So it's a nice it's a nice element I think yeah, that as they we throw see, in. Like those guys are getting closer that right. So we cut to Blonsky's first uh, POV. Uh, we see the number one three nine three on his on his scope. Do you know the significance of that? One three thirteen ninety three. Yeah. I can't think of it. Go ahead. The angel number 1393 indicates you were supported, surrounded, and loved by the angels and higher beings of the spiritual realm. What? Just like Emil is surrounded by his commando team who are supporting him as well. 
<laughs> Isn't Google an amazing thing? I, I don't have a sound effect <laughs> that would. Wah, wah, wah. Like, <laughs> Uh, when uh, Bruce says me angry very bad, then uh, Pedro responds in English. Yes. You bad? I very yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, these these poor guys. They they think they're about to really put a whooping on him. But that's Well, you have to wonder, though, happen. at that point, Bruce, I mean, obviously, this is a tense situation. But, like, what Bruce? What does Bruce think they're going to do? They're all just going to go, oh, oh, you're going to get angry? <laughs> oh, we're good. All right, then. Sorry. Our bad. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I know. Like, all the pleading in the world is not going to help. So when they cut to another night vision shot of, of them, the, the gun is all trying an angle, we see uh, the another name. So we actually have a name for another commando, and it's C. Saunders. Oh, yes. So this is actually Adrian Hine is actually playing C. Saunders. Yeah, you see it in the in the, in the, yeah, uh, the infrared. Yeah, the right corner right. of the, uh, when they do a POV. Although we don't get to learn all their names. But we do learn a couple of them over these these couple of minutes. Nice catch, yes. Right? Uh, so uh, we've now okay. So we his watch is ticking, uh, and we and we see him. We we still know what the magic number is, right? But we know that one ninety is bad. We've never seen one ninety. No. And as we're watching, it clicks over to one ninety one. And do you know the significance of one ninety one? No. One ninety one is actually the emergency phone number in Brazil for the Federal Highway Police. What? Yep. That's actually their nine one one is one nine one. See now that makes sense. Right? That's pretty good. I know. It's like oh, once again, right. is this really? Even? I don't know. But this that's, is what doing a podcast like this is fun. That's still, let's, that's, let's just assume that's that why that's you're listening. You're listening for these intricate details. That's right. Uh, so then, yeah, at that, at that point, as he's as he's being uh, like the the beaten is about to begin, he looks out and he sees once again making eye contact again. Yes, there's Blonsky. Yes, <laughs> looking through, when he looks through the window and he sees the commando. That's Blonsky again. Think about this. Broken. Okay, and this is in the middle of this crazy where you know bottling plant warehouse. And in the struggle, he's looking out and he and it, yeah, it's clearly shown that yeah. he sees that not only are they surrounded or under surveillance, he sees what appears to be a scope. He mm-hmm. he kind of knows that oh, it's all about to get uh-huh. really and real. And this is the third time he's locked yes. eyes with Blonsky. Clearly, in in an alternate universe, there this is a this is a a, a really effective meat cute. <laughs> they just can't keep their eyes off each other. I, I wonder what their stories will end up coming to. Well, so I'll say. Uh, yeah, and then and then a great line. Like, yeah, I, I pulled it out, and you pulled it out too. I see on the on the notes. Uh, you don't understand. Something really bad is about to happen here. <laughs> He's trying so hard. It's inevitable. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, very bad. Says Pedro. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, so we see Blonsky uh, lines up his shot, uh, fires the scope, and he shoots. Raimundo. Oh, <laughs> oh, in the back. Poor Raimundo, right in the shoulder blade, man. Um, uh, then Pedro uh, socks Bruce right in the gut, uh, which drops him to the floor. Uh, and as as he hits the floor, so does Raimundo. Classic for the trank dart as he slams his face down onto the grate. It's a good fall. Yeah, it's a great fall. Yeah, I mean, like, that's uh, falling and not stopping yourself from falling is a real skill because you're because you're fighting every yes. instinct yeah protect your head that and is number one instinct of, of the human body he full-on cheek plants yeah like onto metal grating yes that must have hurt yes and must have left a mark but he does it really well yeah he does it really good so shout out to Raimundo uh, apparently he was the uh on set because it's probably like the last time we see him uh that he was like their um their go-to guy for lowing the the area like oh. he was like connected to all the stuff going around, so he knew where all the all the cool stuff was. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so go yeah. Raimundo. What happens now? Bruce is on the floor. Raimundo's on the floor. Commanders are closing in. We don't find out. The, okay, so this is an amazing end of where this has gone, and this yeah. is the end of the minute. Right. So one thing that I wanted to bring up is we were talking about pacing in the last minute, minute 23. Mm-hmm. In this minute, there are 39 shot changes. Really? The shot, the, the cuts. Yeah. You know, hard yeah, yeah. cuts. Mm-hmm. There were I'm 19. surprised at that. Yes, so there's 39. There's 19 in minute 22. And remember we talked about in the last minute, mm-hmm. you could tell it just slowed down. Yeah. yeah. There's less than half the number of hard cuts in the scenes. Mm-hmm. That is different from there's 42 shot changes in minute 21. And we haven't talked about this before. I wanted to bring it up now because sure. we're going to, because the pacing is yeah, going to yeah, change we're gonna get through a lot of and this is going to happen. That's in, think about this 60 seconds and we're like near 40 shot changes. Mm-hmm. That's almost one every second and a third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an incredible amount of stuff. Not only for your brain to process, just, yeah. you know, how you're telling the story. But again, I think this is part of this is because look at what the story is you're telling. Like you wouldn't normally, you go to, you know, you wouldn't do this normally telling a story in no. film. No. But here, because what are, what is, what is the unifying, uh, what is our big storytelling clock? Quite literally, is mm-hmm. a heart rate monitor. Yeah, that's you're communicating this 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 necessity of urgency, this feeling of anxiety. Yeah, that there's no better way to do that than the actual changing of the view of what you're seeing. And, and production wise, that means they had to do a different setup for almost every one of those too. So that's changing the camera, changing the angles, changing all that kind of stuff. So I mean. To do that many shots, each I mean, like obviously you might be using multiples of the same thing. Right. So, like you know, uh, you know, a shot of like, you know, they might have done Pedro might have done all his dialogue right. in one, and they just chop it in the thing. Right. But even so, that's probably thirty setups right. easily. Can you imagine editing? The editing of this is <laughs> yeah, is crazy. But yeah. I just I, this was the this was the moment. You know, we're twenty three minutes into this movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, look at what you're doing. In terms of pacing and and what you're obviously again what you're trying to what you're trying to make the audience feel you're trying to make the audience feel what the characters feel mm-hmm. and that's how one of the ways in which you do it yeah so yeah. well done tension 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 we're really, and we're leaving on a high point of tension so all right so we'll be coming to the end of minute twenty three so to find out what happens there do they all do do they finally learn their lesson and go like you know what maybe bullying's not the way Bruce just surrenders he yeah. says I'm here okay I, yeah. you could do that yeah, do you want me to quit is that what you want me to do okay. Just take we'll, me in. What will happen? We'll, we'll find out in minute twenty-four. I think minute twenty-four is going to be amazing. I think so. It might yeah. even be incredible. Oh, good lord! And I, I hate that this is this is a harsh transition. But if you're interested in supporting jokes like that. You can do so on Patreon. That's right. We're over on Patreon. You can visit us border, and you can even pay to me have me not make those kind of jokes. We're shameless that way. You can actually get access to this show earlier than everybody else because membership has its privileges. Uh, you can watch live streams and more. You can learn more at thenextreel.com slash Patreon. We hope you had a smashing good time. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.